Hi, and welcome to chapter 24 of the Book of Rulebooks. My name is Mathieu Labrosse, and today we'll go over the rulebook for Ceylon, a game designed by Chris Zinsley and Suzanne Zinsley, and published by Ludanova. During the second half of the 14th century, in what was then Ceylon, today known as the nation of Sri Lanka, a deadly fungus killed off all the coffee plantations on the island, thus causing a serious economic crisis. The Scot, James Taylor, and later many other entrepreneurs set about substituting coffee plantations for tea plantation, and hence creating what many connoisseurs today consider to be the best tea in the world. In Ceylon, you will take on the role of the pioneers who developed the Ceylon tea industry. You must build plantations, harvest crops, develop technology, and export products throughout the world. The player who contributes most effectively to developing the success of Ceylon tea will become the winner. The tea fields of Ceylon are as true a monument to courage as is the lion at Waterloo. A quote by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Components Here are the general components you will find in the box to play the game. Four personal boards. Each player will use their board to store their plantation markers, technology tokens obtained, contracts fulfilled, tea harvested, money won, and their starting tile, which will be in the game variants later on. All these must be visible to the rest of the players at all times. One game board. It consists of a central map that represents four of the most important tea districts in Ceylon. Each of these districts has its own counselor who will help the players who contract their services. To the right of the map, the technology track will record the technological development of each player. On the upper section of the board, there is a train with three wagons. Each wagon shows different purchase orders made by the different companies that players will have to fulfill in order to gain money or victory points. In addition, the board includes a scoring track, spaces to place the technology, and district bonus tokens, and on the right side, a space for the action card, draw, and discard piles. The central map is divided into four districts divided by rivers. Districts are marked in the illustration with the white line. The four districts are Dimbula, Ruhuna, Kandi, and Uva. 32 Plantation Tokens They represent the plantations that the player will build in the different districts of the map. 46 Action Cards These are used to perform the different actions available during the game. 9 Level Tiles You'll find 5 large and 4 small. These are used to configure the terrain of each district. Hexagon, where there are no elevation tile, will be considered level 0. Those of level 1 will be those that are covered by one elevation tile, and those of level 2 are those that are covered by two elevation tiles. One contract distribution card. 
This shows the different demands for tees and their frequency in each company. It serves as a reminder to the players. 8. Counselor Tiles These indicate the ability granted by the counselors they are associated with. 7. Starting Tiles These are used in the game variant and, apart from determining the order of placement of the initial plantations, they grant each player a special one-time use ability during the game. 20 Contracts 4 from each of the 5 companies. These represent the purchase orders that players must fulfill during the game to gain money or points. 17 Technology Tokens Each time a player advances on the development track, they receive a technology token, which gives them an extra action on their turn. 4 District Bonus Tokens These are awarded to players who own at least one plantation in all the districts in play on the map. As for the player components, you'll find four player pawns, they indicate the position of each player on the map, 24 player discs, four in each of the four colors, these counters are to be used on the scoring track, technological development track, and for the counselors. And finally you'll find 32 plantation markers, eight leaves in each of the four colors. These serves to indicate the player who owns the plantation token that has been placed on the board. And finally, you'll find 40 tea chests, which would be 16 black, 14 green, and 10 white. These represent three different crop types, which would be tea cultivated at low height, which would be level 0, which are the black cubes, tea cultivated at medium height, which would be in level 1, and the green cubes, and the tea cultivated at high altitude, which would be level 2, and the white cubes. And finally, you'll find 82 coins, to keep track of money during the game. Players will need them in order to pay the cost of certain actions. The setup. The step A. Place the game board in the center of the table. Take four large elevation tiles at random and place each one on a different district of the map so that each tile covers exactly four hexagons of the same district. Next, Take four small elevation tiles and place one on top of each large elevation tile so that it covers any of the four hexagons. As a final result, each district must have four hexagons of level 0, three of level 1, and one of level 2. Return the large elevation tile that is left over to the game box. Step B. Mix all of the counselor tiles face down Choose four of them randomly and place them face up, one on each counselor space in each district. Return the remaining counselor tiles to the game box. Step C. Shuffle the action cards and place the deck face down on its corresponding space on the game board. Step D. Mix all the contracts and place the deck face down on the space marked at the end of the train. Next, draw the first three contracts of the deck and place them on the three wagon spaces to the left. Step E. 
place the four district bonus tokens in a pile in descending order, which will be from 10 to 1, on their space at the left of the map. Step F. Place the technology tokens on their space above the technology track. Step G. Place the plantation tokens, the rupees, and the tea chests next to the board to form a supply. Place the contract distribution card next to them. Step H. Players take the pawn of their color, as well as the following. The player board that they place in front of them, the plantation markers of their color that they place on the contract spaces located at the bottom section of their board, the sixth disc of their color, placing one on the space zero of the scoring track and the remaining five next to their personal board, 15 rupees that they place in their bank, and the tea chest cultivated at low altitude, which would be a black cube, that they place in their warehouse. Step I. The player who drank tea most recently will be the starting player, or you can choose randomly. To start, place the teapot next to the starting player's personal board. Next, each of the players will take turns choosing their initial position on the map of the main board, starting with the starting player and continuing clockwise. Each player must choose a level 0 hexagon in a district where there is no plantation and place a plantation token. On top of it, they place the leftmost plantation marker from their personal board and their pawn. In this way, each player will start the game in a different district for their first plantation. Additionally, each player will place one of their discs on the green space of the technology track, forming a stack, so that the first player is on top and the last is at the bottom. Step J. Finally, each player draws three action cards to form their starting hand, which is hidden from the rest of the players. Note. The supply of rupees, tea chests, and technology tokens is not limited to the available components, so should one of them be missing, players can use any other component instead. Summary and Objective In Ceylon, players will represent tea growers on the island of Ceylon. As such, they will build plantations in different districts and at different altitudes. They will produce tea and try to sell it to the most important export companies. To aid them in this task, they will need the advice of the counselors of each district and will need to develop the necessary technology that allows them to get ahead of their competitors. At the end of the game, points will be obtained for having plantations in each district, for fulfilled contracts, for the level of technological development reached, and for the amount of money collected. The player who has the most points at the end will be the winner. Playing The game is played in turns, starting with the starting player and continuing clockwise until a player manages to place all of their plantation markers on the map or the deck of action cards runs out. Game Turn The player's turn consists of two steps. First, playing an action card, 
both the player whose turn it is and all the other players perform an action related to the card that has been played. That is mandatory. Before or after performing the action of their card, the player whose turn it is may use a technological token to take an extra action. That is optional. The second step is to draw an action card from the deck to fill their hand. That is mandatory. Play one action card and, optionally, use the technology token. Note that the way in which the cards are played and actions performed in this game is somewhat unique, so it will be explained here first before describing the actions. All the action cards are composed of two different main actions and two alternative actions. When a card is played, it must be placed on the discard space of the game board so that one main action is oriented towards the side marked with one dot and the other towards the side marked with three dots. First, the player whose turn it is will perform the main action that is placed on the one dot side or one of the two alternative actions. Then, continuing clockwise, each of the other players perform the main action on the three dot side or one of the alternatives. Once all players have performed their action, the next player, moving clockwise, will have their turn. A technology token allows you to perform an additional action, but you can only use it when you are the player whose turn it is. After returning the technology token to the supply, you can perform any main or alternative action, except for the action Advance a Technological Development and just before or after carrying out the action of the card you just played. You can accumulate any number of technology tokens, but you can only use one per turn. If you get it on your turn, you can use it immediately. The technology tokens are obtained by advancing on the technology track, which will be explained later. The main actions. The five main actions are represented on the action cards. Some of them have a cost in rupees, which has to be paid in order to carry them out. The money paid always goes to the supply. If a player does not have enough money to perform the action that corresponds to them, or does not meet any of the requirements of it, or simply does not want to do it, he must choose one of the two alternative actions instead, which will be explained later. The plant action. This action allows players to build a plantation. It has a cost of 5 rupees and consists of placing a plantation token on the hexagon where your pawn currently is, and, on top of it, the leftmost plantation marker from your personal board. In the hexagon where it is built, there may be no other plantations, which will be yours or others, but there may be other pawns. The district bonus tokens are obtained by building at least one plantation in each district being played. Two players play with one district less, which will be explained later in the two-player game rules. Once you meet this requirement, take the first available bonus tokens, which will be the first one, and score the points shown on it. The first player to get it will gain 10 points, the second 6, the third 3, and the fourth one point. Each player can only take one of these tokens during the game.
the harvest action. With this action, you will harvest tea in the plantations that are in the hexagon where your pond currently is, and or those that are adjacent to it. You can take from the supply one tea chest for each plantation within your reach, keeping in mind that the type of tea provided by each plantation is determined by the height at which it is found. Level 0 plantations only produce tea grown at low altitude, which would be the black cubes. Level 1 only produce tea grown at medium altitude, which would be the green cubes. And level 2 only produce tea grown at high altitude, which would be the white cubes. You should also keep in mind that you can harvest the plantations of other players, but their owners will automatically score one point for each tea chest you harvest from their plantations. And finally, you may only store five tea chests in the warehouse of your personal board. You can exceed this number while you harvest, but immediately afterwards, you must discard tea chests until only five remains. The Trade Action This action allows you to fulfill one of the contracts of the export companies, represented by the train on the main board, thereby gaining money or points. The action consists of delivering to the supply the three tea chests shown on one of the contracts in play, obtaining this contract as a result. When you get one of these contracts, you must place it in one of the available contract spaces of your personal board, with the number of the company face up. Contracts from the same company are stacked on top of each other, so that each company will always occupy only one space. You may only fulfill a contract of a company if you have a space available for the contract on your personal board, that is, a space without any plantation markers or one which already has contracts from the same company and therefore you can place the new one on top. Only by planting will you be able to withdraw your plantation markers and free up spaces for new company contracts. Thus, the more plantations you have on the board, the greater number of companies you can supply to. Finally, you must decide immediately which of the two rewards indicated on the contract you wish to receive. Rupees, which you can take from the supply, or points that you will score immediately. You can never receive both, nor a mixture of the two. At the end of the game, you will score additional points for the number of different companies that you have been able to supply to which will be explained later. The empty wagons of the train are only refilled with new contracts from the deck, if there are any left, after the player whose turn it is has filled their hand. The Contract the Counselor Action Each district has a counselor that players can contract in order to take advantage of the ability they provide. This action has a cost of 5 rupees, and consists of placing one of the discs of your color in a free space on the counselor tract of the district where your pawn is located. You have a disc for each counselor, and you may only contract the counselor from the district where your pawn is located. Once this action has been taken, you can use the contracted counselor's ability for the rest of the game. The counselor style are explained in detail at the end of the rulebook but will not be covered in this episode of the Book of Rulebooks. At the end of the game, 
you will only gain majority points for having plantations in the districts where you have contracted the corresponding counselor. The Advance in Technological Development Action This action represents a technological advance of the tea industry in Ceylon. The action has a cost of 5 rupees and consists of advancing your technology counter one step and obtaining a technology token that you must place on the dedicated space of your personal board. Immediately afterwards, each of the other players take one rupee from the supply. When you reach a space marked plus 5 on the left, you instantly score 5 points. In addition to providing technology tokens and awarding points, the technology track will be used to resolve any type of tie at the time of scoring, favoring players who have advanced further. When a player reaches a space where there is one or more tokens from other players, they must place there on top of the ones which are already there, forming a stack. For all intents and purposes, if one token is on top of another, it is considered that the one above is more advanced. If you reach the last space of the technology track, you will no longer be able to perform this action. Alternative Actions Both the player whose turn it is, as well as all others, can choose to forfeit their main action either because they cannot or because they do not want to carry it out. Instead, they must do one of the two alternative actions, move their pawn or take two rupees from the supply. The move alternative action. The hexagon on the map where your pawn is located will be key in deciding which action to carry out in the majority of cases. The only way to move is through this action. It consists of moving your pawn as many hexagon as you want and that you can afford. The first movement to an adjacent hexagon has no cost. The second movement to another adjacent hexagon will cost you 1 rupee, the third an additional 2, the fourth an additional 3, and so on. No element on the game board, such as plantations, other player spawns, spaces at different levels, or rivers, can block or interfere with movement between hexagons. The Take 2 Rupees from the Supply Alternative Action This consists of taking 2 rupees from the supply and adding them to your personal board. The turns end with the second step of the turn, which is to draw an action card to fill your hand. Once all the other players have completed their action, the player whose turn it is must fill their hand so that they have 3 cards, by taking an action card from the draw deck. When the draw deck is used up, players will skip this step. End of the game and scoring. If a player places their last plantation marker on the map or draws the last action card from the draw deck, this triggers the end of the game. Play will continue until each player has played the same number of turns and afterwards they proceed to final scoring. The final scoring is carried out in order which will be indicated here. The winner will be the person who has the most points. Note: All draws, including a final point draw, are resolved in favor of the player who is the most advanced or with their disc on top of the others, in case of a tie, on the technology track.
scoring the majorities. The table in the rulebook, which we'll go over here, applies to all majority scores that are described here. The first for all surplus money. It is necessary to have at least one rupee to be able to score. Second, for the position on a technology track. It is necessary to have advanced at least one step to be able to score. And finally third, for the number of plantations in each district. To score in a district, it is necessary to have at least one plantation in it and to have contracted the counselor of that district. If a player has plantations in a certain district, but has not contracted the counselor from that district, these plantations do not count towards determining the majority. For these three cases listed here, apply the table as follows. For all first places in these three categories, award 10 points to that player. For all second places in these categories, award 6 points. For all third places, award 3 points. And for all fourth places, apply 1 point. Scoring the fulfill contracts. Each player adds the points depending on the number of different companies they have on their personal board. For one company, score one point. For two companies, score three points. For three companies, score six points. For four companies, score 10 points. And if you have all five companies, score 15 points. Scoring the leftover plantation markers. Each player must subtract two points for each plantation marker that still remains on their personal board. At the end of all this scoring, the player who has the most points wins the game. The two-player game. In games with two players, the only change affects the number of districts in play, which will be three instead of four. For all intents and purposes, the Uva district or the Dimbula district whichever both players agree on, must be dispensed of. Game Variant This variant is recommended for players who have already played Ceylon several times and are familiar with the game. The step I of this setup is modified as follows. First, shuffle the starting tiles and give one face down to each player. All players reveal their starting tiles and place them in the dedicated space on their personal board. After this, the player with the starting tile with the lowest number places the teapot next to their personal board, becoming the starting player. In addition, they will be the first to choose their starting position on the map, following the placement rules described in step I of the setup. The player with the starting tile with the next lowest number will proceed to choose their initial position on the map in the same way, and so on. All starting tiles will be described in the rulebook. And that is it for chapter 24 of the Book of Rulebooks, Ceylon. A game designed by Chris Zinsley and Suzanne Zindley and published by Ludanova. My name is Mathieu Labrosse, and thank you very much for listening. We'll see you in the next chapter in which we'll cover the game Mind Management.